the enemy, aka the world, really doesn't want to see good people win. And you can argue whether my dad is a quote, good person or not, based on what you see in the media, a super reliable source of info, as we know. Anyone who truly knows us knows how incredible he is as a person. And the world hates any platform we have. So he's going to create chaos to destroy it. Little does he know, he's making it stronger. It's not over. Keep watching. The enemy wants us to crumble and crawl into a hole. But I think you just released the Kraken in me. to unleash the Kraken with us on flipping the field. <laughs> the only college football podcast about La Papa du Dublin. Friend of the show, the freak leader himself, Mr. Rooster, DJ Burns. What's going on, fellas? It's a it's a <laughs> glorious time. This is a glorious, glorious episode. This is a joyful bonfire. Um, Urban Meyer has been... Bonfire! It's burning bright in Duval County, baby. He has been compromised to a permanent end. And we are we are joined by the I, I think the number one our, our nation's foremost Urban Meyer expert, <laughs> the man who we can confidently say got him fired from Jacksonville. Um, DJ, when did this when did this come across your your feed? When did you get to celebrate the the Urban Meyer the his demise that we were all praying on? Well, of course, it happened right after I'd gotten done writing today's rooster, which was about Ryan Day being Dabo Sweeney Jr. Complaining about, you know, complaining about the transfer portal. I didn't like that. But my girlfriend, it was way past my bedtime. It was like 1230, I think, way past my bedtime. And as I'm putting my phone down, you know, you got to get that last hit of serotonin before you go to bed. And I happened to check Twitter and Adam Schefter, uh, you know, can, for all the, all the, the blood, show. you know, all the blood that he has on his hands. I'm glad that he got, you know, I'm sure his phone was slippery to send that barrage of tweets out and i mean it was coming right we all knew it was he wasn't there was no possible way they were going to bring him back next year and i guess just now they they had to make you know admit they made a mistake i just want to thank sean Khan for giving him his own media cycle about this though we'll talk about this all week like thank <laughs> god he didn't do it on black monday when it would have gotten lost all the other coach firings i want everyone to focus in on urban meyer and it's been so beautiful to watch He's had it coming for so for so long. Like he's just treated people like scumbag, like the dirt beneath his shoes for his entire career. And he, and I was in the media too, so I, you know, I, and he got away with a lot. And he's always dealt with complacent media and just media that really can't push, you know, push it with him because he always they always had the credentials hanging over their head. And he finally ran into a buzzsaw, and people, are, you know, Brady, you've got Brady Quinn up there saying, oh. You know, the media wanted him to fail. You're damn right the media wanted him to fail. <laughs> yeah. But the media didn't make him hire Chris Doyle. It didn't make You know him who else get... wanted him to fail, though? His players <laughs> wanted him to fail. His other coaches wanted him to fail. His owner wanted him to fail. I think probably some of his kids wanted him to fail. <laughs> uh, not G. I'm worried about Gigi. I think she's having, you know, I've seen this succession episode before, and it doesn't end well. <laughs> oh, man. Um. She's going med- Look, she's going meadow soprano mode. She's having a really <laughs> rough time. And part of part of me, I get it. Like your dad, you've had this image of your dad. But come on, man. We all had we all had to reach the point where we realized, you know what? 
I like my dad. My dad's a good guy, you know, all things considered, but he's not like this, like grow up. Your dad is not some <laughs> godlike figure. You're not some little girl on the sidelines of uh, Bowling Green or Florida anymore when they're winning championships, you know, shielded from all the serial killer stuff that he had going on. Like, just grow up and sitting there and complaining. Like, you know, these people, you're richer than anybody. Just go outside, touch some grass, go swim or something, whatever it is you people do. Like, I would not be concerned in the slightest what internet nerds like we were saying online, but it affects them and it's beautiful to see. Did you guys see the? It is beautiful to see the part oh, ahead, of the. Ahead, did you guys see the part of the GG post where she was saying, it was like a screenshot of of Urban with a small child, and it was like this is the part that the media doesn't want to show you, and it's a screenshot of an image that was part of a huge media push that Ohio State made, like over the span of several years, to try yeah, and I... to try and uh, you know normalize this guy. That like this is what the media doesn't want to show you, taken explicitly from a media push. <laughs> Yeah, famously, the Ohio State media was so combative with Urban Meyer's entire time here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my God. I mean, could you imagine if a guy like Zach Smith was still like frequently appearing on podcasts in Columbus after what he, you know, after what happened with him and Urban Meyer? It'd be unthinkable in this media environment. <laughs> cancel culture. You know, Zach, and Zach Smith would have made a hell of a podcaster too, but cancel culture came for him. <laughs> oh, they just couldn't handle it they know that urban meyer and zach smith both have the mind of a true poster yeah uh and they couldn't let it happen by yeah, the way I have mean, you guys <laughs> speaking of speak... posters shelly meyer probably like they probably got her in handcuffs <laughs> trying to keep her away from straight jacket. uh i am i am i have been researching the meyer family a little bit more on social media today uh and gg meyer's husband is a guy named brian pruitt who appears to have a podcast. It's just about how God helps you in business. Um, as far as I can tell. <laughs> and he's posted in tough times. Remember this, God is good. God is with you. God is always for you. Uh, as well as some videos of him, um, lifting weights while he's on a skateboard. So that's Let's cool. Go. Uh, <laughs> I, I found out, uh, urban's dad was apparently a big Lyndon LaRoche guy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Famous. Donated donated some money, and uh, the woman, the, and the woman in the video. I'm not. I won't name. I'm not sure what the policy is. I'm not. Gonna, everybody knows her name, but she posted on Facebook today that her camo Jeep Wrangler got stolen. So I'm hoping we kind of get you know, uh, Urban and the camo stolen Wrangler <laughs> parallel with OJ Simpson and his white Bronco. <laughs> I think that would really lead us into where we're going with uh, you know Michigan potentially being. A, a national title contender so we're going to need like we're going to need some more urban dopamine on this like yeah. the, to get, the get downfall the has to winter. continue and he's got nowhere to go but down and he doesn't know any way he can't get out of his way so it leads to beautiful possibilities did i ever tell you guys with the story of when i was in a strip club the same time as oj simpson was no <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> there's really no more information to it than that but uh right before the pandemic hit i was in vegas for a bachelor party and uh, i was my buddy's bachelor party went to a strip club and uh oj simpson was also in the same strip oh club God. and had his own table um yeah it really set off the night to a great note <laughs> that is that is the the ultimate in uh my buddy over there wants to talk to you that is a disaster scenario <laughs> can you imagine you were oh my God. Club <laughs> and he tries to pay for a dance how do you possibly respond uh, uh, <laughs> no i wouldn't I envy that, that job <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, anyway, back to Urban Meyer. <laughs> and hey, Urban might be joining OJ in the strip club. Like, if Shelly ends up leaving him, if we get divorced with oh Papa God. Day Dublin, I... <laughs> <laughs> the pint house couldn't possibly handle it there's not enough people in columbus to sustain the path of war he would lead through the city i can't wait for him to be the next ohio state like quarterbacks coach i'm so excited to see him having he takes over for Corey dennis who cedes his spot for his beloved uh father-in-law and urban meyer gets to coach up the quarterbacks under ryan day making every single person involved miserable no one likes it. <laughs> ryan day is instructing urban on what to do and he's just like mumbling under his breath about how miserable he is <laughs> urban, he's Ma- like, yeah, urban meyer's bringing uh, cj you gotta cj you gotta put your foot in front. you gotta <laughs> you know i mean look at the end of the day we had, had a tough game out there and i mean um, we just gotta regroup and you know it's about leadership and, and i think uh you know, CJ, just uh, you gotta be able to hit the ball. You know, I mean, you know, we, have a, you know, uh... <laughs> Ryan Day gives gives Urban one instruction, and Urban is bringing a Glock to practice the next day. It's over. <laughs> yeah, famous tough guy, Ryan Day. <laughs> Do you see him? Accept, I don't see him accepting. Like the, he's the head ball coach. You know, that What's per- he gonna that... get offered? He couldn't be yeah. the head breakfast coach right now. Who's gonna <laughs> offer him something? So some there's gonna be some perverted. Like if it goes down all the way to Liberty, that's oh what I God. want. Yes. Liberty head Let's coach go. Urban Meyer. Let's go. But s- somebody out there will take him. I mean, hell, the Texas Tech somebody? guys are trying to t- Auburn. T- talk it's themselves Auburn. into Art Bryles. <laughs> I bet Auburn will take him in a year whenever oh Brian Harson goes six and six again. You know, he's he's gonna go back. He'll get back on some analyst job in the spare time. He'll get rehash. You know, people will forget about it. He'll get another chance. Yeah, and he will because there's no way his ego like. There's no way he's going to go out like this. He just, he can't. It's like Ben, uh, Ben Roethlisberger with the Steelers last year, you know, and he got punked by the Browns. No offense, Ryan. <laughs> he had, he was so mad about that. He had to come back. And I feel my, I feel Myers in the same boat with it. He'll, he'll coach again. All I have to say is this. If you liked what Ben Roethlisberger did on January 6th, 2021, <laughs> just wait till you see what he does on January 3rd, 2022. That's all I'm telling you. <laughs> Oh, and I want to I want to mention specifically the the incident that got him fired. Seemingly the 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 you know the thing that broke the camel's back here is uh what, 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 was it Josh Lambeau, the kicker who was stretching and Urban reported. That's right. That's Josh yeah. Lambeau, the fourth most accurate kicker in the history of the NFL. Heads Walk, up. Walks up <laughs> walks up to him while he's stretching. He's like lunging before practice and says something along the lines of, "Why don't you make your kicks dipshit?" And then kicks him in the leg. <laughs> insane insane person thing to do i just this is it's he is truly he's one of the greatest physical comedians of our time he is fantastic I, he's the hillary clinton of football i love him and, and with guys like that they just they exist for so long and just this you know in this vacuum where they just they can't fail Wherever, if somebody else fails there's always going to be a lackey whose head they can put on a pike and in america most guys like that stay within their bubble, stay within their cocoon. And this was a rare example of <laughs> for whatever reason, Meyer decided to leave his cocoon and we got to witness something that you rarely get to see in American society. 
And I think that's what makes this story so sweet for so many people. This is, yeah, this is like the local, you know, pool cleaning supplies salesman getting to be the CEO of Domino's or something. Where it's like, this is not, <laughs> you are out and of And the your... best part, too, is that it went so bad, so fast. Like, he didn't even get to enjoy it at all. You know what I mean? He got hired in March, and by April, he'd already hired Chris Doyle and, and had to, like, had to apologize publicly. This guy got, like, six weeks of fun before all the hell started. Oh, my God. I can't believe it is really the perfect, the perfect like you know, comeuppance for this moron is to be not only to to fail for the first time in his entire professional life but to be so publicly embarrassed for being incompetent it's it's fantastic he's probably the single worst stint in the history of nfl head coaching oh <laughs> God, yeah, i, I mean it. even hugh jackson hugh jackson won one game in two years and we kept him around like not even <laughs> hugh jackson was that toxic and we were taking Draft advice from homeless guys. Oh, God. <laughs> I, what do you think he does next? Like, is he just going to sit on the sidelines for two years? Like, he can't let it go out like this. He do, has to do something. Do you think Fox is going to bring him back? Do, would they, Fox they, will bring him back. Yeah, could they justify it? I don't know. I don't know, I, man. They're going like, to fire after, Bob after Stoops this, to bring he, him he on? He was so good, though. Yeah. He was so good. And people will get over, you know, people will get over it. Like, he didn't kill somebody. He didn't. He didn't say he wasn't sexually harassed. Well, you know, mm. I guess he was. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did do that. Like Fox, dude, they don't care. You know, can you bring the ratings? Are you good at the job? I and mean, Fox has always kind of been a maverick in that way compared to the other outlets. I don't think he'll, he won't work for the Mickey Mouse again. That much is for sure. Well, here's the thing. I mean, are they gonna are they gonna let go of Bob Stoops to? To bring him on, are they going to have like seven guys instead of five? Yeah, I, on I, think, their, I think having them uh, both would there. be very funny. I, I think that they, well, they already have they already have so much redundancy. They have Matt Liner and Reggie Bush, yeah, uh, and Brady Quinn and Bob Stoops. Now they're going to have Urban so Meyer. Too. How many fucking guys are they going to have? <laughs> so it's just that's all it is. It's a bunch of guys in like camel hair rain raincoats, like just standing around saying like, oh, like whoever wins the turnover battle is going to have a, have a, have the edge today. Oh. How does everyone get the memo to wear like that camel hair coat with black gloves and like the deepest brown, just the most fucking disgusting outfit you've ever seen in your entire life? <laughs> <laughs> just straight out of fucking Grandview. That's the that's the hey, listen, nothing wrong with Grandview. Let's <laughs> all be let's all be cool here. Uh, that's the that's the default outfit, like in two K, where you get your base clothes. That's the default media outfit when you load up. <laughs> The only guy in the media who dresses semi-cool is Marty Smith. Yeah. Uh, and he Marty. even looks like a nerd with his giant-ass sneakers and his little-ass legs. <laughs> that uh, dude has some small-ass legs. You ever seen him stand up? He's, he's got some small legs. Got, he's a he's a small-legged <laughs> man. Um, I, I, don't, I don't really be checking out <laughs> medium dudes like, oh, Bill Rabinett has some, he has some calves on him. Bill's got a story about that that's that's all that ryan does on saturday mornings is that he cycles through the college football preview shows and he checks out legs to see who's who's doing squats and who isn't and i'll tell you most of them aren't no reggie gets a pass most the other guys they're on notice yeah yeah brady quinn is he is he's not sending his best that much is for sure um so what are the chances here and and dj i want to tab you for this one because you are well versed in this this uh part of the world for reasons that I, I cannot even begin to apologize for. What are the chances that Urban starts a podcast with Zach Smith? Are they high? Is there a decent chance of this? I don't think he can go back to Zach Smith. 
is there a chance he could like he could start a podcast? I think it's more likely he does something, you know, like Uncancelable Nation with Urban Meyer, <laughs> or, <laughs> you know, with like him, him and Kyle Rittenhouse getting together for let's go, you know, a, a culture podcast or something. Like he's he's got the juice because I mean that's the thing with Ohio State. There's never there's never a, a, an end to the supply of just mushy brained idiots that will just go along, you know, with the old coach. I mean, there are people who read this stuff today that are sitting at urban's restaurants right now to support him. They're yeah. like, you know, we got to get down there and support coach. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm the doing mob I... has come for him. Like, this is <laughs> yeah. I'm doing you that. Know, I'm currently at the restaurant. <laughs> I'm doing that. That's, that's where I am right now. I'm supporting coach. And the, 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 the other dark horse in the race is him getting into the politics. Mm. And he, that he should kind, happen. He kind of has yes. in the past. I mean, he can't. He did that ad with Josh Mandel. Um, you know, he's a known Republican figure. Uh, you got the, you know, Tommy Tuberville down in Alabama's already done it. And I mean, you know, if you can win a Republican primary in Ohio, you can win a general election in this state. It's I've, not, I've frankly, state. I've had enough of politicians versus politicians. I want to see football coaches versus actors in every every political battleground. That's all I want to see. Democrats are all actors. Republicans all football coaches. Let's have it out. <laughs> it can't be. It can't be any less entertaining than what we have now. Oh, man. That does. That does. It rock. can't get worse. Ryan, I, I want to ask you as well as somebody who who lives in this world. Uh, what are the What are the fans saying? What are the message boards saying about this? Do they still oh. love the old ball coach? <laughs> it's exactly what DJ said. I mean, it's about a 50 50 split between. Guy, oh, there's okay. There's three kinds of guys right now. There's the guy who absolutely is like, oh, my God, I wonder if Urban can come back. Maybe if Ryan Day gets the Bears job, <laughs> Urban can come back, be the coach. Uh, you know, Urban got screwed by by the media. The media is out to get him, um, you know, yada, yada. Uh, there's, like, the middle ground guy um, who's like, you know, uh, I mean, Urban was great at Ohio State, but, I mean, he probably probably wasn't good enough to coach the NFL. He just made nothing but unforced errors the entire time. But still love the old coach, you know, still he great, thankful for what he did and all. And then there's the third guy who's just like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Are you like brain dead? Like, why? This guy's been a fan since 2018, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, do you guys watch football at all? What are you What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> Urban Meyer was kicking people. Uh, he was calling his coaches losers. Why would he be the coach anymore? What's wrong with you? And uh, <laughs> there are like five of those guys at the end, and everyone else is the first two. Love that. <laughs> Call, calling the people you hired losers is such an alpha move. <laughs> Dude, well, and then, oh, uh, I forgot the like, fourth that's guy. Like, like you're nagging. I'm, I'm nagging. I'm, like, I'm my like he's getting these motivational tactics from like pickup artists online. <laughs> oh, got walking into the coaching room like who the fuck hired all of you? <laughs> you guys are terrible. And also, just it's so funny to like be talking to Trevor Lawrence, just being like, "I won two rings," and he's like, "I don't fucking care." <laughs> <laughs> Me too, bitch. <laughs> uh, telling, asking Charlie Strong what his credentials are. <laughs> hey, who are you? How'd you get in here? That's the thing. Is like half the coaches on this staff were on his national championship teams. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Ash, what the fuck are you doing here? Who are you? I didn't hire you. I've never seen this man before in my entire life. Uh, the the funniest Urban quote of all time to me still remains uh, after the 2016 Clemson game when Tim May asked him why they threw the ball in 20 of the first 24 plays. And he said, we did? I didn't realize that. <laughs> 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 
God, he is the gift that keeps on giving. I, I really hope somebody else hires him. I need to see more. <laughs> I need to see more of late stage Urban. I think it's very good. This he, goes two ways. <laughs> Hall I mean, of Fame could... content, bro. Yes. Hall of Fame. I either want him back in coaching or I want him hitting the friendly circuit like Tiger Woods. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. We... He's going to every hard rock cafe in America searching for young women to grow. Yeah. He's he's writing those New York Times articles where it's like I went to the middle of nowhere Kentucky into a uh, you know a uh, like a like a diner and I asked them about football. I wanted to get their opinions on football and that's all that he's doing. I want to hear him uh you know I want to hear him on a podcast with Kirk Barton. That's what I want. Yes. I want the Kirk Barton Urban Meyer I think podcast. We can make, I think we can make this happen. I think we have the sway to make this happen. You know, Kirk Barton's in the inner circle. People don't know that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually, he's our only po- Patreon subscriber. He He's the only one who knows about or gets the Patreon. Nobody else is allowed to do it. He's pretty deep in the inner circle. Yeah. He's been paying me for a lot of our uh, our sort of practice tape that we put together, you know, where we, we do our recording podcasts and, and we don't post those. We just practice. He's He gets me to send those to him so that he can, you know, study it and, and post about them. <laughs> oh, DJ, correct me if I'm wrong, but he does have a 50% equity stake in the rooster. Is that right? Oh, yeah. We're, we're big business partners. He One time he caught up with me and threatened me to kick, his ass, kick my ass because I made fun of him on an 11, Roos- or on an 11 Warriors headline. That time he got tased. <laughs> it's a great headline. <laughs> <laughs> we, we know, so he, he shook me down. But it was, still, it was still a funny headline. I'm still salty with 11 Warriors because people don't realize he was at he was at the bogey Inn all day drinking fireball during the memorial with Anthony Gonzalez, who was running for Congress at the time. And then he became unruly. They're like, all right, we're calling the cops. Gonzo remembers, Hey, I'm running for Congress. I should probably get out of here. Ghost is friend. And we got one of the greatest videos in history. Yeah. We, I mean, imagine getting so unruly a fireball at the bogey at that size. Too. Yeah, you know how I long had... you have to be drinking fireball <laughs> for <God>. unruly. <laughs> I had a source who was a bartender at the time. So I ran in the headline. It was like saucy Kirk Barton or like, uh, Delaware County sh- uh, sheriff deputies need twenty thousand volts of electricity subdue, to subdue saucy Kirk, Kirk Barton. And <laughs> my boss like changed it at the time. He's like, "Oh, we don't really know if he was saucy." It's like, really, bro? Like, <laughs> we can assume. We can. Assume I know the guy saucy. that was so- that overserved him. <laughs> It'd be funnier if he was sober. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> getting unruly for fun. I do also, I really love the idea of threatening someone who wrote about the time that you got tased. Because, like, you know his weakness already. You just have to tase him. It's very easy to win a fight with him. Just tase him. <laughs> you're, you're trying to fight with two hands behind your back. You, you're going to try and throw a punch. you got to tase her. You just, that's his weakness. <laughs> and that's what these guys just like don't get like oh like he he came after me like, i'm i'm sorry kirk like that's legitimately funny like i'm a no-name vlogger like failed state house candidate and i guarantee you like if i went out and got tased like publicly and people found out about it every hobgoblin from you know the conspiracy gurus all the way down to like just the fascists and sweatshirts as they're still famously called would come out of there was to drag me like a, like a gi joe through fucking Baghdad after my <laughs> helicopter got shot down like that's just the name of the game you know you like you got to accept it and these guys are just you so cannot be an online and... figure you can't be an online figure without getting dunked on it's the way it works you just have to do it yeah. you have to take it it's part of the fun and the they, game they is a game can't. They, they can't because they didn't grow up in an era where like if you didn't spend your formative years arguing with grown men on the internet you're not well, cut out you know, for it, brother. You're just, you're just not. You're just not built for the current. Like, just stay offline. Yeah. Be normal. <laughs> <laughs> Pop into Instagram. 
you know, upload some pictures of your children or whatever and your wife every once in a while, you know, maybe a political post on Facebook. Please, just for the love of God, stay off Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> this is our arena. That's their problem. You know, Shelly complains people are mean to her online, but Shelly's simply not cut out for it, man. She she was raised on the Nancy Reagan style associations uh, mm. in, in the Cincinnati fraternity scene. Yeah, in, in, a, lot uh, of, she in a lot of ways, perhaps. <laughs> she doesn't know what it's like to be a trooper on this on the internet god, god well, damn nancy reagan's soul <laughs> <laughs> one, one of our nation's greatest soldiers of all time <laughs> a true hero i believe she collected a few souls if i'm not mistaken <laughs> I, I, my god no wonder the soviets lost how they you know talking about losing the space race my god oh, man. <laughs> we were winning the face race over here <laughs> America's been lifting off for years, folks. I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Patrick, you got anything else on the Papa Du Dublin? No. DJ, no, got anything I else? I don't think I have anything. Yeah, I got, I got a baked potato in the oven. Let's go. <laughs> That's what I got. We love that. <laughs> All right, DJ, can you plug the rooster real quick? Oh, yeah. Check out. It's Mentally Deranged Ramblings, Monday through Friday. Uh, Rooster.info. It is what it is. Some people love it some people hate it but if i could write about urban meyer all day i'd this i'd be calling it from titty island that's right we love that <laughs> hey uh <laughs> no, no, that- <laughs> yeah, no, no no offense stacy to my beautiful girlfriend <laughs> uh, there too i'm sure she please listens tell to uh show. please tell a liberal who ran off of your porch because he got mad at me uh, that i said hello uh in, in your next column <laughs> <laughs> shout out to centrist john <laughs> All right, y'all. Appreciate it, man. I wonder what got a low. I told her drop that. If it is still one man, I got a kite back. No, I'm smoking gin and one thing. It just can't get them back. And it's back back now. Uh, thanks again to to friend of the show, DJ Burns, for hopping on to talk about our favorite topic, Urban Meyer, uh, who has been compromised to a permanent end by the CIA. Uh, you can find his work at the Rooster. It's all very good. I would definitely recommend it. Um, but for right now. Uh, we're we're gonna move on. We're gonna talk some bowl games. We got our first of two major bowl previews here. We're gonna go uh, first couple days of bowl games, and then we will have um, oh gosh, I don't know when the schedule is. Two weeks from now, we will have another we'll have another batch of bowl previews, and then we're gonna preview the playoff on its own. But for right now, we're gonna stick from what is it, Ryan? The seventeenth through the twenty second, third. What are we doing? 27th to 27th. 27th. Okay, 27th. Um, and then uh, uh, also we're missing two games that are currently being played today while we're recording on the 16th. Yeah. So our bad. Our bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's, let's check in and give you a quick live score update from before you're hearing this. Uh, are ga- I didn't know there were games today. There definitely are. Mm. I'm, uh, let's, let's check them out and see what they are. Troubling. Uh, no, there are not. Are you sure? I'm not. I'm not seeing any. Maybe the the celebration bowl was today, but I'm not hmm. seeing it. Well, no way to know for sure. We should probably just assume there was, and we missed it. All right. So um, <laughs> Friday, December seventeenth, Middle Tennessee State versus Toledo. Um, I have very little to say about this one. I'm kind of. Yep, in- it's a game. Yeah, I'm kind of interested <laughs> in Toledo uh, because of. And I want to get his his name right because I was just learning about this kid a couple of days ago. Yeah, Daquan Finn, who plays quarterback there. Uh, oh, he's good. Yeah, he's good. He's been kind of fun to watch the last you know half of the season. I think that he was the right pick at quarterback, and they took a while to make it. But I think he's 
good, and I enjoy watching him. I like the rushing attack here in general. I, I think that Toledo has kind of found something in its rushing attack in the second half of the season. Run, running back Bryant Kobach, I think, is kind of a familiar name for a lot of people. They don't pass the ball especially well, but they do run pretty well, and I think that that's going to be fun to watch. And I, I just... I don't really see a ton to like here from Middle Tennessee State. I don't like a whole lot about Middle Tennessee State. It's sort of without a consistent quarterback after an injury in the first half of the season. Defense isn't very good. Not really sure how they got to 6-6 six at, six at all. I think Toledo's probably going to win here. And I'd really like to see this Toledo team with an actual head coach and not Jason Kendall because I think they'd be really good next year, but they uh, they certainly underperformed relative to the talent that they have. That's right. Uh, let's move on to Northern Illinois versus Coastal on 6 p.m. This Friday is, night, this ESPN2. Is this is a banger. The Cure Bowl. Uh, it's a good one. It's a good one. Thomas Hammock versus, uh, you know, the Coastal fellas. The fellas of Coastal. Yeah. Um, I think NIU wins, Patrick. I'm ready to say it. Yeah, Coastal's not been playing terribly well the last couple of weeks. Um, it doesn't seem like Grayson McCall is fully healthy, and the rushing attack has just been a little bit glitchier than it was last season i think coastal's fine i think that they will be fine down the road but it has been a little bit of a rough second half of the season here grayson mccall is still don't get me wrong he's still awesome he's still absolutely yeah. dealing but i'm interested to see his his health and if they can sort of the two weeks off probably help i probably shouldn't yeah. discount that yeah and i I'm, I'm curious to see if they can kind of piece together the rushing attack again in that in that two weeks off because they have been sort of without a running back that they can really trust this year. Like, Shamari Jones is fine. Um, Reese White, I think, is pretty good. Braden Bennett is okay. But I would like to see a little bit more from that rushing attack, and I'd like to see them really lean into it here and, and have it work because I think that this is going to be, if both teams do play to their strengths, it's going to be a really fun kind of run-oriented shootout, and we don't get to see a whole lot of that, and I'm, I'm excited about that. That's right. Um Cool. We're on to Western Kentucky versus App State at 11 a.m. on Saturday the 18th. This is another banger. This is a good game. Yes, yes. This um, is sort of a fun style Western, clash. Yeah, Western Kentucky is playing their ass off lately. Yeah. Um, they've been scoring points all season. App State is still, in my opinion, a more complete football team. Uh, and I think I think that's going to show uh, when they play on Saturday. But I am open to the idea that, that Western Kentucky could just be too pointsy for, for App State to handle. Yeah, I'm interested in what the App State defense can do here because it has been pretty good this season. It was not really the one big um, you know, bruise is that first Louisiana game where they give up 41 points. But beyond that, you have you know 7, 7, 3, and then 24 to end out the season. Not great opponents, but that's certainly not bad. Um, I think the defense has kind of rounded into a form. I'm interested to see how well they could run the ball here because Western Kentucky has not been great at defending anything, but especially not that. And I think that it's going to be one of those where neither team is really going to get off the field a whole lot. And if App State can hold onto the ball for longer, it probably wins just because it can it can run. And I feel like that's a little bit more sustainable. But the Western Kentucky passing attack is good enough that I think it can beat just about anybody uh, in, a, in a, on a good day. And I, you know, obviously outside of like the top teams, but I think App State is certainly included among that group that they could get if the passing attack is working as well as it, as it has. That's right. Next up, UTEP, Fresno State, 215 ESPN, the New Mexico Bowl. Kind of a weird one. I don't really love this matchup just because I don't think it's terribly friendly for UTEP. I would have liked to see, I said as much in my in my newsletter, I would have really liked to see UTEP and Liberty flipped with UTEP getting Eastern Michigan and Liberty getting Fresno State. 
Um, this is just not a not a super favorable matchup for UTEP because Fresno State is quite a bit better, and it's it's too bad that this is how the season is going to end for UTEP. Maybe they can pull out a uh, an upset if they can generate a bunch of big plays specifically in the air with Gavin Hardison, but I think Fresno State's just a better team. I'm interested to see how Fresno State sort of takes the news of Kalen DeBoer leaving, but I would be more worried about if they didn't bring back the coach who recruited pretty much all of this team um in in Jeff Tedford so I, I think I think Fresno State wins pretty comfortably here and I, I would like to see a maybe a different matchup for these two yeah um I agree I, I do think it is gonna be nice to have Tedford back in college football though what a yeah. weird path he's taken I, I really don't understand that guy or kind of what he's doing um I don't know bizarre I mean, the the Mountain West has some kind of weird n- neat little coaching you know setups here where yeah. you've got some guys who I think have just made it you know, they, they've kind of gotten comfortable at this level and are planning to stick around. Like, I don't think Brady Hoke's going anywhere. I don't think Blake Anderson's going anywhere. I don't think Jeff Tedford wants really to jump up beyond this. He's he's coming back for this. And so you have coaches in a lot of spots who I just I don't think are going to leave. And I, I think if you had seen a situation where, like, Colorado State had gone and hired Tony Alford, then you would have potentially another one there. But regardless, I think that the conference is in an interesting place right now. And Tedford is a, a character that I like to have in college football, especially at Fresno, which is just about the perfect fit for him. Weird to see uh, Norvell leave Nevada for Colorado State. I know we talked about it before, but still so bizarre to me. Yeah, yeah, you don't see it a whole lot. It makes sense when you contextualize it, but it is still, it's just strange. It's a strange circumstance. Has Nevada hired a coach? I, I think they have, but I don't remember. <laughs> I think <laughs> they did. Um it wasn't anybody good, if I recall correctly. Let's see. Um, is it? No, that. What the fuck? Who's Ken Wilson? <laughs> <laughs> what? That's the Matabuck, right? <laughs> yeah, it's Ken Stickney. He was the co-defensive coordinator at Oregon. Um, Not a real guy. Not a real guy. This guy was at. We're Nevada adding him for... to the Chesmalusi yeah, pile. This is the Chesmalusi of coaches. He was the co-defensive coordinator at Oregon. Before that, he worked under Mike Leach at Washington State. Famously, defensive coaches under Mike Leach very successful. Uh, and then he was at Nevada under Chris Alt forever, which is, I guess, a, a good tie to have. But um, hmm. yeah, this guy's Ken Wilson. He's been in coaching. It's for, a tie to have. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's been in coaching for. Almost 40 years. I've never heard of this man. Apparently, he was also the associate AD at Nevada from 1999 to 2003. <laughs> he was out of coaching. He went from DC. That is to, so bizarre to, to do. And then went back into coaching. He he. Who does that? <laughs> I don't know. Very strange. Yeah, he was. Here's his here's his rap sheet at Nevada. 89 through 90, he's the outside linebackers slash defensive ends coach. 91 through 95, he's the inside linebackers coach. 96 through 98, he's the DC slash linebackers coach. 1999 to 2003, he's the associate AD. 04 to 06, associate head coach slash linebackers coach. 07 DC, 08 through 09, associate head coach slash linebackers coach. And defensive line linebackers, and then he jumps to Washington State. What the fuck? <laughs> it's so cool when guys used to just stay at a G five like assistant job for twenty five years. Yeah, <laughs> like just go through multiple head coaches somehow. I think he might have been under the one head coach. I think Chris Alt was there for a really long time. If still, search, still, but, um, yeah, Chris Alt also had a very funny tenure where he um, just just making forty five grand a year. Yeah, to Chris, do that. Chris Alt was here from seventy six through ninety two, ninety four and ninety five, and then two thousand four through two thousand twelve. <laughs> This school rocks. Absolutely absurd. <laughs> this school rocks. 
<laughs> oh man. Uh, anyway, congratulations to that guy whose name I have already forgotten. Something Wilson. That's right. <laughs> oh, Pastor, do we read our rules at the top of the podcast? I think we forgot to mention, by the way, that we're just as a branding note for us. Uh, we are not going to say any brand names for these bowls as a, as a general rule. Yeah. Um, because we don't have to, and they're not paying us. We are only saying the one bowl game that is paying us money. So. Yeah, and we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. Next up, UAB right. BYU three thirty on ABC in the Independence Bowl. Um, this one's fun. I think this one's interesting. UAB is not really capable of getting blown out. So despite the fact that BYU is better, I don't think it's going to be like a huge, you know, mismatch. Um, I I think BYU wins. I think BYU is very good. I'm interested to see Tyler Algier against the UAB rushing attack, primarily Dwayne McBride. But I think this is fun. I think this is kind of like the NIU Coastal where it's a different kind of of offense first matchup, but it is still that in a lot of ways. And so I think we're going to have a we're going to have a couple like really nice 28, 24 games here. Yeah, uh, I'm excited to see this for sure. I mean, UAB just going to is going to come in so disciplined. I don't I don't think we talked about in the context of this game. Uh, Kalani Sataki got an extension. Yep. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned that yet on the podcast. Um, good for him, right? I yeah, mean, I think yep. that's, it's nice to see that guy stay around BYU. And I think it's like reasonable to expect they could be a playoff contender in future years. I, I think that, I mean, I, I'm of the opinion that the three best teams in the new Big 12 are going to be Houston, Cincinnati, and and BYU. I don't know if that's true. Uh, I like but, Aranda's Baylor a lot. I like Aranda's Baylor a lot. I think Oklahoma State's going to kind of be around, but I, I think that certainly Cincinnati and BYU are going to be up there very consistently. Man, we're going to have to do a full show about the new Big 12 at some point in the offseason because that league well, we kicks... Have, we have 30 weeks, don't yeah, worry. That we're... league <laughs> kicks ass. That league is going to be so cool. I'm, I, it's gonna be fun. I really, really like the new Big Twelve, and I think BYU is gonna be good there. And uh, we we love Satake as a as a G five king, and also Bill Clark. This is a pair of G five kings here that have just stuck around That's right. and do a really good job. Do have the best in the business. Yeah. Um, speaking of, we've got <laughs> speaking of best in the business, uh-huh. we've got Q freezes Liberty versus Eastern Michigan at five forty five in the Redacted Bowl on ESPN. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a football game. A lot of points gonna get scored. Will Malik Willis play in this game? Probably. I guess he probably needs to. Yeah. Um, maybe he doesn't. I don't know. There's only so many quarterbacks that are going to go. He might be an automatic first round pick anyway because GMs are stupid. That's bleak. So <laughs> I guess bleak. watch this if you're a draft freak, but yeah. no other reason to watch it. Yeah, I, I think that the Eastern Michigan offense is fun to watch. It's more fun to watch than Liberty's is. Um, I like Ben Bryan a lot at quarterback. He's he's the better of the two quarterbacks here. You, that, that's the mainstream media is not going to tell you that, but Ben Bryan is better than than uh, Malik Willis. But I, I think it'll be a fun kind of offense first game. I hope Eastern Michigan wins just because I like Chris Creighton. I like Eastern Michigan, but I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be entertaining. I don't think it's going to be good, but I'm I'm intrigued by it nonetheless. Utah State versus Oregon State, 7.30 on ABC in the LA Bowl. I think the new LA Bowl. Uh, Utah mm-hmm. State's going to whoop that ass. Uh, yeah, they are. And, yeah. and I don't know if you saw... Uh... There, a bunch of their linemen were on the uh, on the talk show of the name of the guy who's sponsoring uh-huh. this bowl. Okay. Did you watch those clips at all? No. Do you know the guy who sponsored the bowl? I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They had a bunch of Utah State linemen on. Um, I think Oregon State still wins this game, even though Utah State's a better football team. Hmm. Um, I think Jonathan Smith is kind of the kind of coach who's not going to blow a talent advantage in a game like this. And Utah State's already had their best parts of the season. Like I think that that San Diego State game was their Super Bowl. That was yeah. like the peak of their year. I, I do think that they, they went all out for that, but I think that the Utah State passing attack is good enough that 
it can keep up with Oregon State, and I think Utah State's better at winning close games than Oregon State is. That's that's where I sort of come down on it. And I, I I also I kind of think Utah State's just more physical than Oregon State is. Mm, okay, well we'll see. Uh, Louisiana <laughs> versus Marshall, nine fifteen. Uh, these are all December eighteenth on ESPN in the New Orleans Bowl. Um, I don't really like when schools don't have to go very far for their bowl games. I feel like it should be a treat and you get to go somewhere cool. So I don't, I don't love that Louisiana is in the New Orleans bowl, but, um, unfortunately the, the devil bowl executives get to pick yeah. and, uh, they're just going to be like, Oh, well, Louisiana fans will probably drive a couple hours from down to New Orleans. Shameful. Um, um, pathetic. Yeah. But this is a, uh, this is one that on paper doesn't look especially interesting, but I think when you look at these two teams and the struggles that they've had this season, the specific struggles each of them has ha- have had. Marshall has been about as up and down as they come. I think it is supremely talented, but also they've been both very good and very bad at different points this season. And Louisiana just doesn't show up for games at all. <laughs> the only game that shows up for is like the biggest ones, and I, do, I don't imagine this is going to count as one of them. So if we get a good Marshall here and a sleepy Louisiana, I think it could get I think it could be really good. But outside of that, I don't know if there's a ton of circumstances where this is a great football game. Yeah, I mean, if this was a game like playing the regular season, I would take Louisiana by like two touchdowns. Yeah. But um, in this circumstance, no, I think Marshall probably wins. Okay. Uh, Monday, December 20th, Old Dominion versus Tulsa, 2.30 on ESPN in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Old Dominion, no, the, thanks. The, the shout that I can give here is, <laughs> is Hayden Wolf, the quarterback. He's, I think, 6-1, and 6-1 and one or 5-1 and one as a starter. Uh, they started the season, I think, 1-6 and six and have won five straight. Uh, so I think he's five and one. He's been really good in that stretch. He's six five two thirty. Throws the ball down the field pretty much every play, and has really opened up the rushing attack uh, for the Old Dominion offense. It's been quietly really good in the back end of the season, and I think that Tulsa, presumably without its defensive coordinator, who who was it that hired him? Was it Texas? It was TCU. That's right. TCU hired the defensive coordinator, um, and so I, I think Old Dominion has a chance to uh, to win this one and get to a, a seven and six season after starting out one and six, which is impressive. Yeah, um, is Ricky Ronnie good? It kind of seems like Ricky Ronnie might be good, or at least not terrible, because this was a really impressive turnaround here. Very sickening. Very sickening, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, Tuesday, December 21st, Kent State, Wyoming, 3.30 ESPN in the Potato Bowl. This is also somehow the Flipping the Field Bowl because these are the two teams that we really liked coming into the season, and both of them end up going like 7-6. and six. But um, sort of a, a weird clash of styles here. I think Wyoming might get kind of crushed. I don't think Wyoming is especially good. Uh, but if you, uh, I said as much in my in my newsletter this week, if you combine these two, you have a really good team. You have one whole really good team. Um, unfortunately, on their own, they are each about half a good team. Hmm. Well, <laughs> we thought these two teams, at least I thought these two teams in my preview. No, sorry. These are two G5 teams we are both wrong about. I thought when I went yeah. win the Mountain West, and you thought Kent State would win the MAC. I mean, I, uh, in my defense, boy, Kent, State, wrong. <laughs> Kent State did go to the MAC title game. They just didn't win. Uh, I don't think it counts. Um, <laughs> I think we are both equally wrong. <laughs> Kent State sucked this year. They weren't a good team. They just skated in off pure luck. Okay. All right. I don't know. I, I, they certainly weren't as good as they should have been. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see. I think the Kent State offense probably rolls here, but I agree. Um, Wyoming is just, man. Go find it. Dustin Crumb's going to need about 600 yards to get that draft stock pumped back up. Yes, yes. Um, also on December 21st, UTSA San Diego State 730 ESPN in the Frisco Bowl. 
this one's great. This one is, it, the heat is off of it a tiny bit because of the way that they ended their seasons, but uh, these two are really, really good teams. I'm interested to see what San Diego State does against the UTSA offense. I am, I'm fired up about this one. I think this is one of the best of the entire bowl season. Yeah, I agree. Um, I am intrigued by it. I've got I've got San Diego State in this one. I think um, UTSA has been a great football team, but I can't. I, I wonder if Sincere McCormick plays. Yeah, uh, in this game, I think he declared um, for the see. draft. Did he not? Yeah, I don't get what the appeal is for him to play. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. San Diego State also probably has some egg on its face. It's looking to bounce back after the way that Utah State game went. I can't imagine their defense is sitting very happy with the way that uh, the way no, that happened. No, and I think that they will be schemed up and ready to go. This is not a team you want to give several weeks to prepare for a game just because that, no. that defense is is nasty when it has time. Um, so I'm I'm interested in this one. I I do think San Diego State wins, but I'm curious to see what happens if UTSA gets an early lead, which it has been want to do this season, uh, especially in big games. So I'm, I'm interested in that. Wednesday, December 22nd, Missouri versus Army, 8 p.m. ESPN in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. This is the one that has uh, has has so graciously offered flipping the field 100 million dollars. Uh, so this thank is you, our, Lockheed. Thank you, Lockheed. Um, this is our this is our favorite bowl, and this is actually I think my favorite bowl because Ryan, what's the thing that Missouri famously doesn't do very well? Mm, it's stop the run. <laughs> and what's the thing that Army does? They do run the ball, Patrick. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pull up the uh, vamp for me here while I pull up the stats. Uh, the yeah, national. I mean, stats I just can't wait two. to see Missouri fans like how their reactions are gonna be after they're like in love with Eli Drinkowitz for signing this incredible class, uh, and then he goes out and loses 28 nothing in a bowl game to Army. All right, I've got. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing dude, that. I've got some stats here. Army rushing offense second in the nation with 286.9 rushing yards per game. Missouri 124th rushing defense at. Uh. 229.3 rushing yards allowed per game, 5.48 yards per carry. Um, this is going to be very funny. I think this is going to be, this is like not a good football game, but this is one that you should watch because it's going to be deeply, deeply funny. Missouri. This is what losing defensive coordinator Ryan Walters does to a motherfucker. Yes. Do, do you remember a couple of years ago, who was it that Army just beat the shit out of in a bowl game and like got the coach fired? Do you remember this? <laughs> I'm gonna look it up really quick. It was it, uh, you want a vamp? Yeah, it was it was uh, it was a couple years ago, where they just they they beat it. I think it was Houston. I think they beat Major Applewhite like seventy to seven, and he got fired for it. And I don't. They I'm did not... beat Houston uh, seventy to fourteen Let's in go. this bowl game, the Armed Forces Bowl <laughs> in 2018. Oh, Missouri, you are walking into a buzzsaw. This is a terrible situation <laughs> for Missouri. It's not looking good. No. <laughs> this is Jeff Munkin being pissed off. Someone wouldn't get him out of the army job oh again. My God. <laughs> this is Jeff Munkin trying desperately to get Duke for the 30th time being like, oh, you hired that fucking guy? Yeah. Come on. We'll see what happens. Yeah. You you hired the uh, the guy who we have on good authority is not well liked among uh, among his assistant coaches. We I can say we have this on extremely good authority that Mike Elko, not well liked, and, and Duke goes after him <laughs> rather than Jeff Munkin. Shameful. I, I kind of forgot which ACC jobs hired who. I was kind of just like getting. I thought it was Tony Elliott for a minute. No, both of them suck. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. <laughs> I think Mike Elko is actually good at coaching his side of the football. Though, I, so he's I that agree. Great for him. Yeah, he's just an asshole. Um, <laughs> what was it? so? It was Virginia hired Elliott. Tony Elliott. Duke yeah. hired Virginia Tech hired Brent Pry. Yeah, and Duke hired Elko. What weird. <laughs> Weird trio there. Very strange. Duke Duke is the worst of those three jobs. Uh, 
inarguably, and I think hired the best coach of the three. Yeah, I mean, certainly the most proven of the three. And probably the best recruiter of the three. Yeah. Well, anyway, so. surely it'll go well. I, 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 <laughs> it, it, anyway, Army's going to beat the shit out of Missouri. Army might score 80 points in this game. Let's go, dude. Army's going to run for 600 yards. I'm so excited for this. Thursday, December 23rd, North Texas, Miami of Ohio, 3.30 on ESPN in the Frisco Football Classic, which is somehow different than the Frisco Bowl. Uh, not mm-hmm. much not much to say about this one. North Texas has been quietly really good in the back half of the season. Managed to beat UTSA. Um, Miami of Ohio, I have no thoughts on. I have no interest in these fellas. <laughs> yeah, Chuck Martin needs to retire. That's my thought. Sure. I'm just talking... <laughs> I think what? he's like I think he's like forty five. <laughs> no way. <laughs> he's been there for like forty five years. Let's see. Let's see. It'll be interesting to see. He's fifty three. Oh come on. That guy looks like he's seventy two. Yeah. <laughs> he's been here since twenty fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they need to get rid of him. I'm tired of family of Ohio football. Listen, all of these school all of these jobs in the state of Ohio make no sense to me what they're doing right now. I, I don't besides who actually no, not besides Cincinnati is the only one that's exempt from that. Yeah. Everyone else, I don't understand what you're doing. Akron, you make sense. You hire Joe Moorhead. Cincinnati has Luke Fickle. What are the rest of these guys doing? Yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know what the I don't know what the plan is here. You, if you're Kent State, you you let a Wisconsinite walk into your doors. You you just it's shameful. It's shameful to see that. There's a there's a perfectly good former defensive coordinator in Columbus who would love to have that job. And you're 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 <laughs> John Lewis him. might be the most overrated coach in America. That's saying something. <sighs> Ryan Day coaches in America. <laughs> I think Ryan Day is beginning to become properly rated. Yeah. UCF Florida 7 p.m. ESPN in the Gasparilla Bowl. Um, man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the pitch is here. UCF has, has died from the injuries and Florida is without a coach. Um, and Emory Jones is So is UCF. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a lot of ways. Um, so I don't know, man. I, I, I guess like if you're interested in the uniforms, it's kind of fun, right? Like this is a fun helmet matchup, but beyond that, there's nothing here. There's nothing that interests me about this game. Uh, yeah, I really can't say I have, <laughs> I have anything here either. Um, I do want to see Gus Malzahn lose and get embarrassed. I, I guess that'd be cool. I don't like Gus Malzahn. Yeah. I have no other rooting interest. Is his leg still broken? What's up with that? Uh, it'll be interesting to see. If it's not, it will be. And that's a that's a, <laughs> that's a threat. I mean, Billy Napier is not coaching this game, I assume. So yeah. I guess I don't really have any interest in watching. No. I mean, I, <laughs> I'll, I, I'll catch the spring game. Sure. Uh, Friday, December 24th, Memphis at Hawaii, 8 p.m. ESPN in the Hawaii Bowl. I, the, the thing I want to talk about here is that um, – why hasn't Todd Graham been fired? Have you seen all this? <laughs> have you seen this stuff? They're waiting for Brennan Marion to prove himself as the OC of Pitt. Like, have you? Are you aware of like the? Did you see the report a couple weeks ago from? Uh, I can't remember who it was. It's like an actual outlet. It's like it's like a San Francisco based outlet who had a no. bunch of on the record quotes from Hawaii players about how much they hate Todd Graham, like current players. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hadn't heard that. Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> like, like they're, they're, you that that never happens. And they've got a story with with guys who Hawaii's just broke though, right? That's the problem. Yeah, the guys who gave their name to this outlet and said, "Yeah, you can quote me." Players on the team currently who are like, "Yeah, this guy's awful. He's an awful man." I, I, that's cool. What the fuck? Like, Kenny Amatololo is right there. He'd take the job. Yeah, I can't say I understand that one. I don't know what to tell you. Very, um, very strange. But also the idea of Hawaii around the triple option does not does not sit well with me. I like it. I think it's good personally. But 
I, I guess I'm just no built di- I think I, I guess I'm just built different. Your thing is cool too, though. Uh, so, <laughs> this can't be right. This says that they're playing the Camellia Bowl on Christmas. That can't be right. That's right. What? <laughs> That's right. Why are they doing that? Because they don't want to make all of us watch basketball the whole day. I, yeah, we, we have a right to break it up a little bit by watching some football, and that's cool. Georgia State, Ball State, 2.30 p.m. ESPN in the Camellia Bowl. Uh, kind of, two kind of disappointing teams here. Georgia State has found a little something in uh, its, its quarterback, whose name I don't want to get wrong, Darren Granger. That's right, Darren Granger. Uh, Ball State has Drew Plitt still, but uh, two teams that I think should have been better this season. I was ready for Georgia State to jump into that number four spot in the Sun Belt, and it just didn't do it as emphatically as I wanted it to. Ball State has been just kind of there as one of the MAC teams that's just kind of there this season. Uh, I, I don't have a I don't have a whole lot of interest in this one. This feels to me kind of like North Texas, Miami of Ohio, where it, it's going to happen. I might turn it on, but I, I'm not especially intrigued by it. Yeah, I have uh, literally no thoughts this game. Um, <laughs> I, I want to stop thinking about it. Let's move on to December 27th. Monday, December 27th, Western Michigan versus Nevada, 11 a.m. ESPN in the Redacted Bowl. This rocks. This kicks ass. I'm I'm excited about this one. Is Carson Strong playing in this game? Hmm. Let's. I would bet he would. Let's right? do a. Let's and do. If a, he is, him versus Ellerby is a great, yes. great matchup. Yes, we love that. This is the. Uh, this this is the the he. Wait a second. He's not gonna play. That sucks. Damn it! Is Ellerby playing? I assume he is. I would. I would hope. I mean, I don't know where else he's gonna go. <laughs> I think he. I think he <laughs> might need this. Well, that sucks. Um, I guess Western Michigan is worth watching, but that's uh, that's that's too bad that we're not gonna get to see Strong versus Ellerby. I'm, I might try to get Sky Moore on the podcast, the receiver. He's Ooh. a he's a friend of the show. Let's go. We love that. Also on the twenty seventh, Boston College versus ECU, two thirty ESPN in the Military Bowl, uh, which also sponsors this podcast. Just the military in general. Um, last one that we're mm-hmm. going to do here on this show is it's, it's the question that everybody is asking. It's the question that we're all thinking about. That's on everybody's mind. Can Jeff Halfley beat a above 500 football team? If Eastern Carolina wins, and I get to talk my shit again. Yeah. I will be, <laughs> I will be unbearable. Mm-hmm. I will be absolutely unbearable. Eastern Carolina wins this game. I think they have a chance to do it. Um, Let's see. By the way, I'm also pulling up to see who uh, Boston College's wins are this year that have a chance to go 500 in their bowl games. Mm-hmm. Um, and it appears to be just Virginia Tech and Missouri. Oh, my God. So oh, no. Missouri's we know is going to lose. Yeah. If Virginia Tech loses to Maryland <laughs> and, and Boston <laughs> College loses to Eastern Carolina, Jeff Halfley will go two full years with one win against a team above 500. Let's go. Did you see like a that, one and nine record? Hey, his recruiting is getting better. Didn't you see that? Isn't that doesn't that, so doesn't nice. that fire you? He, wants he to... recruited like three spots above where Frank Spaziani had them in the early two thousands. So that's cool. Yeah. Well, we can't all be Frank Spaziani, that guy who we all remember. Um. All right. That's his name, right? It's Spazi. Spaziani. I don't think it's Frank Spaziani. <laughs> It's definitely Frank Spaziani. Uh, <laughs> Let's see. This will be fun to see. Let's see if Frank Spaziani is a real man who exists. Uh, I have no internet connection. So, <laughs> Frank Spaziani. It's Frank Spaziani. All right. It was, it's Jeff Halfley, then Steve Adazio, then Frank Spaziani, then Jeff Jagodzinski. Yeah, Jeff Jagodzinski, legend. Uh, guy who who <laughs> went like eleven and one, got Matt Ryan, and then got fired because he interviewed for an NFL job. Shameful. It's really cool. It's what the program deserves. All right. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Patrick underscore Mayhorn. Ryan is B one G underscore Ryan. Uh, the show is at Field Flipping, and we will be back. 
uh, next week with a uh, something a little bit different, something that I think the people are really going to like. Uh, do you want to mm-hmm. te- do you want to tease it, or do you want to leave it completely up to chance? I want you guys just as a tease for this. I want you to spend as many hours as you possibly can on the message boards this week preparation yep. for our episode. Yes, find yep. a message board, ingrain yourself, become one of the members, join the community, live amongst them, live in the pod, eat the bugs, post mm-hmm. the boards. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, if you drank clean water today, thank a message board poster. We'll see you guys next mm-hmm. week.